What is going on, everyone's, everyone's, everyone's? We are here and we are back with another episode of Is My Point Valid? Yes, indeed. And as y'all know, I am Brandon D. And I am Camille A. Stalker. Yes. And the topic for today is going to be Uh-oh. Black culture is poison. Absolutely. There's a lot of stuff going on, and uh, we're going to reference some things as to why the black community as a whole are, uh, we thought, man, I keep saying we in last place, but I really feel like we are placing ourselves in a, in a, in a very peculiar spot. Because we are quick to blame everyone else for the things that are happening to us. We're quick to blame everybody for how they treat us. But how can you blame people for treating us the same way we treat ourselves? That's a word. That is a word. If we don't set the examples for ourselves because we continually want to say well what about other people well what about us because we holler about us so much but what about us what about us what are we gonna do how are we going to uplift one another and i know people watching like well you say this and you say that we talk about we call out people and actions so it's not really even about you it's about our actions because some of the actions that are being portrayed we might have participated in it you know uh, in in the past but when you when somebody when you when somebody who you what's the word i'm looking for has valid points you kind of take heed and be like hmm how can what how is what they're saying come back how can I look at myself in, in, in the perspective of what is being said? And how can I do better? What is it that I can do better to make sure that this community that we talk about is better? How am I going to make this a better place? How am I going to, what is my footprint? What's my carbon print? No, you don't want to leave. Okay. My carbon print. Your carbon footprint. Okay. That's what's that. Science. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, it's really... It, we got to stop looking at everybody else. We have to stop pointing the finger. And uh, we were watching Larry Elder on uh, The Breakfast Club the other day. And Larry Elder was explaining all of the things that we do against each other or all the things that we are doing that are considered uh, a, a hindrance to us in our community. And the first thing Charlemagne can think of is, what do white people what, do wrong? What do white people do wrong? They do a lot of wrong, too, right? That doesn't take... Us saying black people do wrong doesn't take away from other people doing wrong. But we... Once again, we talk about our focus of the black community and what we can do as the black community. Mm. So why is it when a black person says we need to do better, you come for people's necks? When a a black person is saying these are the facts, I have the facts, I have the numbers, I've been doing this for years, and you blatantly disrespect him. And you even go to as to so far as to 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 call him all different names. You go find statistics that uh, aren't really 
true, yeah. <laughs> but you find things to kind of combat what he's saying when he's been doing this for a long time. And even like on uh, the Breakfast Club, he was given he was given examples of things that were happening before. Mm-hmm. And his point to all of the, all of the things are going back to before is we're not more in a more racist place now right. than we were back then. So how are we complaining more today than the people our people were doing back then? And I think when a lot of the black community hears that, they think they have the same mindset as Charlemagne and DJ Envy and whatever the woman's name was. I don't care to know her t- name. To t- t- or something whatever like that. Whatever her name is. When you say that you don't under like that you don't understand that, and then that like you're playing victim. You continue to continue playing victim because he is stating, and he's not using Google, right? He's not using Google to he's find. He's using actual he's actual used, statistics of of people who are doing studies, like studies. Like he has done this for years, and we are in denial of what it is that we need to do with money, with schooling, with uh, parenting, parenting with everything that we should be involved in we aren't i think we're more concerned with looking good than actually doing some work to improve uh, the community like we 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 buy all of these things we we congratulate people for doing all of these insignificant things that may seem like they're big but they really aren't doing anything to help us get to a better place Mm -hmm. it's all just for show it's a facade I don't understand why we won't put the work in because we can clearly put the work in when it comes time to do things that don't mean anything like a fight. Mm-hmm. We clearly come together when we're, we're smashing, grabbing, mm. when we're robbing people. We clearly come together for that. We clearly come together when we're doing drive-bys and killing each other. We can definitely come together for that. But when it comes to coming together to have better children, better schools, uh, the, the education system, the whole education system, is, is jacked. And it's not, that's, that is not just for black people. That is all across the board. I know. But... We can clearly come together for things that don't matter, but when it comes time to do things that actually will advance us as a people, where it's scarce. And the ones who are talking about doing something better are the white. That's what they call you. Oh, I was like, oh, okay, I understand. That's what they call you. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 you're a whole bunch of things that are, that are contrary to you being actually black. And like I said before in other episodes, if you speak rhetoric that is not according to victim mentality and systematic racism and all of that there, you are no longer black. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how that's even a thing. Well, it's a thing because of how black culture has said it is a thing because we don't hold accountability, right? We see things and, and, and last week our episode was about, um, I don't remember, but we were talking, I don't remember what last week's episode was about, Mm. but we were talking about, Oh, black fathers, but it was about the women. Right. And so, um, it was a lot of women crying wolf. And that is, 
you're seeing this and you have these. You see where they get it from. It's the culture. It's the it's the black culture. Women are so disrespectful. Black women are so disrespectful. And then it's like you wear shirts and you'd be like, protect black women from what? Like, what are you what are you protecting me from? What are you protecting me from? I have like. If we look at laws for women, and I'm not talking about black women at this point, I'm just talking about women, period. Mm-hmm. We have women, we can do anything except be a man, okay? But we can, can we can do anything. We have access to a lot of things, a lot, and we still make an excuse or play victim or whatever. There are a lot of women who go to college, who have college degrees. I think it's more women graduate from college than it is men. It is. Hmm. So I don't understand how women are not in a in in a better position themselves. Mm-hmm. More specifically, black women. Because it's this independence thing, right? We ha- I have to be independent. I don't need to lean on anybody. And I can watch these these married women, who celebrities, and I can watch celebrities who aren't married because I want to be that. I want to portray that. And that's not real life. Even even celebrity women who are in relationships or, or, and are married, they still promote independence. Yes. Like Beyonce. Yes. She will tell you to the left, to the left, and she go right back home to Jay-Z who cheated on her multiple times and that's her right that's her choice and that is the choice she made and we listen to these songs and we get ideas we look at instagram we look at what youtube shorts we look at all of these things and we're like well they should have but you you saying what they should have but you still doing what they doing mm. you nope. still doing what they doing yeah so what are, what are you like I will always look at Camille and what it is that I can change what how am I going to make tomorrow well not even tomorrow because we're not in tomorrow how am I going to make today better right how am I how am I going to be better than I was yesterday right who can I serve and the great Michael Jackson said it a long time ago it starts with the man in the mirror it absolutely does and that's how the black community should look at to really look, listen to Simon Soul. Excuse me. To really listen to Larry Elder. To really listen to Officer Tatum, Candace Owens. Listen to these people. You might not agree, but at least get aside because right now the black community is being biased. There, who was it you said? Joy Reid, who wouldn't even have Vivek on her show. Vivek Rama Rama. She told him um, that he wasn't qualified, and he's clearly a presidential candidate. So, what qualifies him? What would qualify someone to be on your? show if a presidential candidate doesn't like this is crazy this is an election it's it's the election so everybody needs to see all from both sides well shoot not both sides all 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 the parties right who is on who's going to make it who's going to be at these debates the gop who like who who are we watching but when you have this platform and you say well i can't have these people on because i don't agree then you're kind of trying to sway the decisions of America, of I the American like that, people. I feel like that goes against like the Constitution. Absolutely. Stuff. Because that means you're, you're trying to silence you're, him. You're, right. You're saying, first off, you're saying you don't respect him. And that's a, that's a, 
I know we're talking about black culture, but I want to kind of, this does, I think it does have to go with black culture. I was, I read um, a book by Hillary Rodham Clinton and it said what had the book is titled what happened and in it because in 2016 we know that she lost the presidential election to donald trump as she should have but even if you don't feel that she shouldn't have the way that she bashed trump irked my nerves because it was all his it fault, was all his fault. Mm-hmm. he was this and he was that and i said and i'm thinking like you put all this in a book and you and in the same breath you're saying i'm so patriotic i wear this and i wear that i was uh, raised in a methodist church and we were taught this and we were taught that so were you taught respect like even if you don't agree with mm. anything that donald trump has done why not respect him? She talked bad about Putin too. I was like, man, this it's is everybody it, else's fault. It was, she and she and was that, just like, they don't like me because I am a woman. That, and what I say, Democrats, I was like, what? Democrat Democrats play a big part into the black culture as well yeah. because all of the things that they believe in, they're pushing on the black community and the black community is just soaking it up like some sponges yeah. and then placing it on everybody else. Like they, the, the, this whole reparations thing. And they talked about that on the breakfast club too. And, and he, the thing is this, like area Larry Elder said, if it wasn't for Africans selling their own people into slavery, there probably wouldn't have been slavery in the United States. So if we want reparations, not only do we go after the descendants of slave owners, we need to go after the African descendants of uh, slave, the, the, the people who actually sold their people into slavery. Now, it would have been, I think it, there would have been slavery, but it would have been indentured servitude. You understand? They seven years they and go on about your seven business. Years and then they would have been free and Because wasn't it a black man who, what's his name? Uh, the yeah, richest, we, had, we had talked about yeah. him. Uh, He's the one who actually made it to where you can own slaves for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was not a white man. White people were had they had indentured service, service, and that's you serve them for seven years and then you go on about your business. Mm-hmm. And then the black man comes in, he say, No, I want y'all to be I mine forever. You for life. Life. <laughs> and that's where lifetime slavery came from. Mm-hmm. That's why we had to go through all the things that we went through because once he put that idea out there, then everybody else was like, you know what? That's a good idea, my brother. Yeah. And so then they took it as an advantage, right? But it was a disadvantage for black people, for, for the black His slave, very you, people you know? that, that he... It man, was a disadvantage. And so I think when people say because she tried to, the woman from bre- the Breakfast Club, she tried to make it seem like he was being for slavery but his point was slavery happened history has happened Mm -hmm. i can't change the past but i can change the right now the right now if you just see where the heck i'm coming from if you and she was too busy trying to cut the man off and be disrespectful. She was very disrespectful. She was blatantly disrespectful to this man. And Larry Elderhold held his own because I would have cussed her out through that TV. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, who are you? Why are you here? I'm like a 71-year-old man. And for me, 
how I was raised. And I will always talk about how I was raised to respect people, right? Especially your, your elders, Larry elders. Your Larry elders, your elders, but elders in general. If I, I don't agree with Joe, President Joe Biden, but if that man was in my face, yes, sir. And I don't know, and I don't know stuff, but we are in the Not South. I know, yes, sir, master. But it is a yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Yeah. You know, all that. Southern would, respect. Yeah, be respectful. But because I don't agree, I'm not going to be ugly and hateful. And there's a lot of hateful things that people are saying. And it's like, but in the same, in the same breath, you'll say, I believe in Jesus and this and this. How? Sway. <laughs> How is that possible? How is that possible? It's not for me. I don't think it's it's possible. And you try and make a, a butt out of somebody, but you're you're the butt you're of the joke. You're really show. doing it to yourself. So I believe that the Breakfast Club help is going to help Larry Elder get to the place and, that he's trying to be. And then they need to continue to bring any other Republican person, and then bring the Democrat people on, bring the uh, Green Party on, bring independ like independence, independence yeah. on, bring them on, so everybody has a chance. And that is, I feel, that is how a democracy should work. Right, the, how Absolutely. how it should work. Everybody should see what Everybody is get a what is what is happening. Everything is not black. Everything ain't black. I can't put black on everything. You can't put white on everything either. And then you then you know what? Because here you go. Because I hope y'all call me a white supremacist. Because if you call me a white supremacist, that means I'm superior to you. Hmm. Do you understand that? Ain't nobody superior. Y'all be using a whole lot of words that don't even make sense. But because you heard them so much, you associate them to a certain thing, so you think it makes sense in your head. But at the end of the day, superior, sup su supremacist, supremacy, yeah, supremacy. All of that means, oh, you higher than me. Higher than me. So you just admitting that I'm higher than you, or whoever you're talking to is higher than you. Like, no, they're not. That wasn't. You said it, you not said me. It. I didn't. Because <laughs> Start telling people, thank you. Thank you. Straight up. They're going to look, what? Because if you knew the definition, if yeah. you knew the definition of supreme, supreme, y'all be wearing it. But what's the definition yeah, of it? I don't know what the stuff happens. You know, stuff like, they they wear Balenciaga and they all for doggone child mutilation and stuff. So. <laughs> Nobody ever stopped wearing it, they but nobody, you know they, they burned it for a week. <laughs> it's it's very interesting. And then we we say it's, it's we're doing it for the culture. How are we? Culture how, has uh, proven it. Black culture has proven itself to not be a good thing. Black culture is is uh, uh, the BET Awards. Oh, I'm so you were in my brain because I was just thinking about how BET took their offer off. So Tyler Perry's not buying it for the he culture. He didn't you have guys. it. He didn't have it when what's the name when they had the, the the last BET Awards. And that's what they they set y'all up. Y'all thought y'all was supporting the black man. Y'all steadily supporting the people <laughs> who own BET before. What, what who was it? Uh, is it Viacom? I, don't I, it know. Made, I, I, I know it ain't dog. I know when old dudes sold it, it was that was it in BT Awards in two thousand four, five, that was it, you know, and Bow Wow, yeah. But twenty twenty three. No, I have I'm watching the clips that was terrible, but Tyler Perry did not that they took that deal off the table. So are we going to continue to say BET is for black culture? Yes, because isn't Tyler Perry's stuff doesn't it show on BET? Isn't it still zoned? I'm saying zoned. Two black people targeted. Targeted. Two black people. Yep. 
We're, we're being targeted by a whole bunch of things that don't benefit us. And then the first thing you'll holler again, that's it's white supremacy, but you won't fight. You're supporting it. You won't, you, and I'm not going to say you won't fight. You won't stop supporting someone who really doesn't support you. We support all the things that don't support us. Absolutely. Everything we wear, the cars we drive, the food that we eat, everything that we do, it doesn't support us. Like... Black farmers, black ranchers, like there are, I think there's a need. And I've been getting really into that a lot. And we watched a, um, like a short video of a black rancher. And I was just so proud. I ain't know the man, but he's just, he was doing it. He, graduated. he represented us well. He did. He that was black culture. He graduated. That's black culture. Straight up. To, and to say, he raised calves. He raised. <laughs> and some cattle. <laughs> He, ra- he he raises calves and he sells them and he know he went to PV and he studied agriculture and I thought that was so amazing. He mm-hmm. was from Texas, Palestine, Texas, but I thought that was just this amazing thing. And so when I think of black culture, I do think of things like uplifting like that. And then I think about my children and I also think about my nieces and nephews of like, how can I get you there? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Not... Depend, over there, yeah, yeah, yeah. but how can I get you there to understand how the how the 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 animals reproduce, how the land will work for you, how this is how you can grow your own, mm-hmm. how you can uh, have a well, and th- this is where the water is coming from. Like those are the experiences that I feel every child should have, but black children especially should have. A lot of black children, I think, are raised in the city right so you don't get that yeah get there's that a bunch of concrete there's no right. there's, there's no, no cattle have you ever no put your hands in the land. soil have you ever made yeah. a mud pie have you ever ate some dirt like you know if you if you got a little baby playing in the, in the hay just, you know just man have hay fever like throw, yeah. ride a horse um jumping in a, a in a tank we call it a tank but jumping in the, you know the water um it's, it's a water tank you guys okay um, <laughs> you know walking walking in um in just walking in the country and experiencing seeing pigs seeing chickens touching like that is black culture for me it's not this it's not the culture of what of kiki palmer and 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 Usher and being petty, like uh, or being black naked and real walk around of it, it, of Atlanta oh and all goodness, this that, stuff. That's the this worst. stuff that's not black culture. I think also black culture culture should be of us coming together and building communities. You know, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Starting with the land, with because the land. there's a lot of land that we can take on and then have our own uh, grocery stores, our own community, um, uh, uh, convenience stores, our own everything. It's all possible if we use that energy that we have to connect with, uh, to unite with people for fighting. If we had that same energy with coming together for better things, yes. community, community, farming, and things like that, we can have all the things that we need, and we won't have to uh, blame everybody else for our shortcomings. Knowing somebody that, oh, they have a cow, I can get some fresh milk, some fresh eggs, you know, I, I like fresh, <laughs> fresh water, some fresh, some fresh water, some I fresh just, you something. know, some fresh something, and and I, I really think we can learn those things because. Like you said, black culture is poison. It's poisoning our minds. We sit and we watch shorts 
And you just go, you just go, you just, you just scroll, and then mm-hmm. you look at your, your statistics, and you were on for 24 hours. That's, Straight up. That's all day. All day you you've know, been on the computer. You've been in front of your phone. So, Ain't read nan book. <laughs> we need to get back to reading books. Well, I don't have that issue. <laughs> we need to get back to reading books. We need to get back to doing, uh, looking at documentaries of people who actually mattered. Mm-hmm. Stop looking at these celebrities as role models because they are not they are just regular people they are flawed like everyone else and they're make that's how they are making their living their job is to entertain us keep you distracted to, and we and their job is to charge us but we can pay them so they can continue to entertain us over and over and over again. The cycle. And, long, and they're being paid by the very people who want to keep you in a certain place. They, they, they keep you over here. They got you right here. Why everything else is happening over here, all the things that mean something that matter are happening over here, but they got your attention over here. We need to uh, kind of shake that and go find out what's really going on behind the scenes because there are things that you're not seeing because they're not put on front street and they know that you're not going behind the scenes to see what's going on. So that's why they pay the celebrities so much to keep you over here. And they also know that the majority of the celebrities are for a certain party. So if you're for a certain party and you are entertained by them mm-hmm. the first thing you'll do i have to vote for, for this, the same for people this that they're people going that for they're going yeah i can't go over here because there's nobody over here supporting them yeah and i don't know what they're doing over mm-hmm. here so i just they, weigh they, both the sides. whole representation matters they know that as well so they'll put a black face right in front of you and confuse you because we all think our skin folk is our kin folk and that is not the case but because we think that, though the other side is using that to keep us confused. Yeah. They're all black faces. Just like uh, the woman on uh, Breakfast Club called Larry Elder a black face in a high place. Yes, they do use them. Larry Elder is giving you the real. I'm going to just be honest. He's giving you the real, and most black people don't like it because it takes the blame off of everybody else, and it puts it back on you. You got to start with that man in the mirror. You need to find out what you can do to help and uh, stop blaming everybody else because it's not everybody else's fault. They just do things to you because they see you you doing it to yourself. Yeah, one of the main things that Larry Elder had said, and which I see that a lot of the Republican Party does say, is the building of family. So if you see a white man talking about the nuclear family, that means man, woman, and children. God, woman. Oh, God, man, woman, and children. That's the nuclear family. And so when you see, when you hear a black man say, well, it needs to be a family you know, man, woman, children, right? This is a, this is the nuclear family, and then you'll have a black person will will say, "I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that." But but like, but do you understand that it's he's saying man? That's where it you starts. Know, that's where it starts, and then they kind of it irked me a little bit with that the Larry uh, Elder interview on the Breakfast Club because they tried to say, well, do you think that every child that has a father doesn't commit? Like, people do wrong, right? We all are sinners. We're going to do wrong. It's not, the statistic is not saying that 
<laughs> the system is not saying the system. Wait, what is this? You, what you, I said? You using her word? I did. Statistics. The statistics. <laughs> that. The, the stats. <laughs> Straight up. You can't say the whole word. Uh, use the breakdown. The stats are not showing that anybody who has a father won't ever be, won't ever get in trouble. But it's saying if there is a man in the house, there's le- there more less than likely, likely yeah. <laughs> everything's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Things going to be all right. That's where it starts. That's not, that's not the final say so, but it all starts with a nuclear family. Yeah. Having structure, having direction, having faith. All of these things is where it starts for us to have a better community without these things there's no morals there's no values so anything goes another thing that kind of bothers me and this is on both sides well both sides of the party or, or maybe interviewers i don't ever hear enough about the government helping not not funding education but helping to lift up education and what it is that children need and i will say this about black children um Black children need phonics. That is the difference between these schools that white children go to and black children go to. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna do that right there, black and white. Black children aren't learning phonics, and phonics is when you the you know how to read you you, you know how to sound out the words. This letter makes this sound, and 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 it, it and not sight words because that don't teach words. you how to read. That just teaches you how to recognize words. So that kind of irks me that nobody really says anything about education, but they holler about I want to help the children. I want to help the children. How? You, they need to learn how to read, and not by sight words, and not by somebody. And not by teachers who are going in. There needs to be some more qualifications in order to be a teacher. Mm. There needs to be more qualified teachers in the system. And if you have just graduated college, I do not think that you should be in high school. You, you, you should not you be teaching high school because you're the same age as them. You should not. You there. There are some things that should be filtered and cut so you know that and that's my opinion but i think that opinion is is a good one but nobody really touches on education and that bothers me because it seems like maybe they really are trying to dumb us down so i don't i don't want to be dumbed down i want my children to be uplifted i want them to you know learn how to really school because schooling is not what what it is and but nobody really touches on that and that that kind of irks me and especially people who be like well my my child is this and this and this it's not about like being smart i think it's about comprehending and really just knowing okay i know how to comprehend i know this and i'm gonna do well in school uh but black culture, it's, it's just like everything has to be black. And I'm going to stay on the education thing really quickly because um, I guess, was it last month or the beginning of the month where there was um, stats that came out about LeBron James school? I can't, is it I Promise, the I Promise yeah. school? And IPS. I saw a lot of people say, well, at least he tried. <laughs> when are we going to get past the trying stage? He built a school. And I, that is, that's, that's, that's something to be acknowledged. But my hot take is when you put your money into something or your energy into something or your name in something, 
you should need you need to know the basis of how children learn and what it is that they need to learn right you have played basketball you're a great basketball player you might be a, a, a great businessman but uh, look i like i said he might be i put a might i don't know all right but with education you didn't and you didn't say you didn't allow you wanted to be the best too quickly you didn't build the school wasn't built up to say okay these children need this and this it was these children need to make it by this time and if they do then they'll get scholarships deadlines like that's not logical because in the end the end goal is a scholarship but they're not learning anything and then these were the bottom of the 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 uh the education scale they didn't choose they they choose they chose children who were already failing so how can you choose a child that's already failing and expect them to excel in three years? Because it's for black culture. Because I am black culture. I am a great basketball player. I have my name on this school. These children, they're going to do what they got to do. And that lets me realize where they got the thing shut up and dribble. <laughs> how you, 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 there are certain things that you are good at and there's certain things that you are not good at. And LeBron James education is not one of your strengths. And and, and my my whole point to that is if you knew these children maybe and he probably didn't, but the education edu- the educators, educators yeah. behind it yeah. knew that they were not, then this is a time where this school could have been like, Hey, we need to start from the jump. They aren't ready. By this and and then the state needs to stop with these tests because they're going to fail. Absolutely. And if a child doesn't read and then you pass them to the next grade because of this and this and this, hold them. And I I know I have a bad habit of saying hold the children back, but then it's also not even about holding children back. And then I can't really say if the parent doesn't know, then you and you don't know how to help your child. Like it is a mess. And I, I, I but we know songs and we know the athletes mm-hmm. and we know this. So I'm not taking away the fact that he built a school. That is a wonderful Kudos to you for thing. That. But what was what was the objective? What was, what the, was the real? Strategy? What was the, what was the real objective of building this school? Because children have failed. And they're not getting the scholarship, right? So, and they probably think, well, I I was, but I I, I came to school every day, you know? So, we, I think we we need to think logically and just stop trying to build stuff and say, I have my name on it, I put this in it, and like, no, we need to think logically about these things and stop. And we need to stop dumbing down education because it's, it's proven that if you, if you put, uh expectations on a child they'll meet those expectations yes absolutely if you don't put anything on a child they're going to do the bare minimum to get by so we need to go back to the merit-based system to where children are being held accountable for being active in their own education yep because they can teach themselves it's been there's been studies on it i'm studying it myself with my children my children are teaching themselves i'm not sitting teaching anything i'm just a a help person but my children are sitting here teaching themselves how to do math and that's problem solving that's all that's all math is that's all reading comprehension is if you if you know phonics if every little black child and black children need phonics that's that's key if they learn phonics you read to them 
they'll be extraordinary readers. But they have to learn the basics first. If they learn the basics, they'll be able to apply that to everything after. They'll, like, let them read aloud, read aloud together, whatever it is, even if it's a recipe. Like, if you're, if you read this recipe to me, all, like, these are the things that are important. If it is, okay, and if you do want to learn a song, I remember back in the day, we used to print out, back in the day, <laughs> we used to print out lyrics, and this was when I was in middle school, and we would have the lyrics in our binders, and I was, I I was like known for that everybody would come to me because they knew i had printed out the lit you know i had a printer at home had a computer yeah, okay. but i was when have, we were burning cds <laughs> oh man yeah. i wasn't there yet that was my ninth grade year but um i would put the the paper the printout in my binders and we would be at lunch singing and reading the lyrics and all that but shoot that was shoot you're reading comprehension because i'm reading the lyrics right so if it is a popular song not nothing with cussing y'all you know but if <laughs> but if it is a, a popular song maybe google the lyrics and be like oh i didn't know you know i don't know i'm just giving you ideas because i i think i always make it um, known how much i care about education and how much i really want children to learn to read and to do math like I that is <laughs> I want you need help I help you hmm. I would really help you if you don't understand like I want my child to do better I can help you find a way in the uh, but right I'm helping you right now it starts with phonics if your child's not reading well just grab like start with just get a book and read together and then have them read a page every day mm-hmm. And start out on, small. That, that's it. Start out small. Start with the basics. So that's my uh, that's my little spill on education. What what's next? <laughs> Straight bad. I think that's about it. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I think we wrapped that thing up real nicely. Oh, I was ready a, for a, the a, next a, step. Uh, okay. What else you want to talk about? I don't know. Because what else for Black culture is poison? I just wanted. I just I just get carried away about the education part because we just talk about so. Y- I guess education, if the children are reading, the education plays into everything else that we said in the beginning mm-hmm. of community, of building. If I know how to comprehend, if I and if I know how to comprehend and I go through these institutions and I make it to college, you know, like I said about the rancher who went to PV and then your child becomes, you know, a rancher and knows how like all these things and becomes a member of the, the Texas Farmer Bureau or something, you know, those are goals. Absolutely. And those are the goals that I think the, the whole world should be making America should be making and the black community black community should especially be making. yeah we got to stop pointing the finger and like I said Who's we we gonna need, save us we're gonna save ourselves we got to save ourselves and it, it starts with coming together and stop writing off people who don't have the same beliefs as you yes just because just because <laughs> they don't say the same things or believe the same things as you doesn't mean that they're not one of you right mm-hmm so we need to start. We need to throw that out the. Out, just throw that out the window. People are going to have different beliefs. People are going to think differently. But it's 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 very important to listen to that point of view because it might spark something inside of you that uh you never thought of. That's what happened to me because you know I was not feeling none of these people. But when you start listening to both it sides, it starts making sense. It makes sense when you start reading more. I mean, you know, I've always read, but I was always partial to something else. Yeah. But when you start reading and, and filling in blanks, and it just, it begins to make sense. Mm-hmm. 
Reading comprehension, you guys. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and uh, I think that's going to be the end of this episode. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, just uh, try, we got to come together. We got to do it for us. We got to uh, come together. Straight up. That's basically what it is. We got to come together and stop blaming each other. Stop blaming everybody else. It's nobody. It's everybody's fault and nobody fault at the same time. <laughs> so, you take that however you want to take it. But um, we appreciate everybody who continues to rock with us. We will be back next week with another topic for y'all. Uh, we don't know what that topic going to be, but uh, you'll find out next week. And uh, like always, it's love, peace, and soul. Bye. Like soul train, baby. Cheers.